0: Hello everyone, I'm Vicki, and you're listening to Tofu Thoughts. Welcome to another episode of Tofu Thoughts, and I am so excited to be recording another episode for you all. And in today's episode, I thought it'd be really interesting if I talked about the college application process because I feel like I've gone through that super stressful phase last year, Um, and now I don't have to apply to colleges anymore unless if I decide to go to graduate school, but I thought I would share some wisdom and knowledge that I gained from that process. So I applied to college last year in the fall of 2019, and this year I'm taking a gap year, so I haven't started college yet but I think that my advice will help you guys even though I still don't really know what college is really like yet. But let's start with the application websites. So basically my first tip is to go to the schools that you want to apply to and then basically click undergrad admissions. They Should have a tab for that. If they don't, then I'm not really sure if that's like a good school to go to. But once you click on that tab, they'll have um, a how to apply, which has everything that you must submit to them. Either SAT test scores, which some schools have like flexible testing, so you either submit your SAT score, your SAT subject scores, um, ACT or AP scores or IB scores. So you don't necessarily have to submit the SAT. So for some colleges, those are like really, really good for some students because they don't do as well on SAT and they do better on like APs or something like that. So that was my case and I was really, really happy that the school that I wanted to go to had um, tests flexible. So I could choose whether I wanted to submit my AP scores or my subject scores because I did not like my SAT score at all. But under the how to apply um, section there should also be like links to like either they have their own application on their website or it'll link you to um, at their college on Common App or Coalition. So I haven't really used Coalition. I was about to, I was kind of like in the process of applying on Coalition for like some colleges, but then I ended up not applying because I'd gone to my school early decision. So I just kind of like whatever, but for me, the difference between Coalition and Common App, there's really not much of a difference. It's just that Coalition just seems newer and Common App seems kind of like a more antique version, but they still do the same thing and they're both very, very easy to navigate. So for Common App, App, I'll talk a lot about that. Coalition is very, very similar with Common App, so I'll just talk about Common App. Basically, they have everything that you need on there, um, like letters of rec. Basically, all you do is just add the email of a teacher or a counselor, and then they'll send like a link for them to um, upload your letter onto Common App. And for letters of rec, I recommend you guys ask super super early because some teachers they'll get so many students asking them that they'll just cut it. They're like, okay, I have enough and I can't do any more. So ask super, super early, kind of like ask like during the start of the school year, basically. Um, And then for Common App, there's one essay and you get to choose from a bunch of topics and you write an essay about that and that submits to every single school that you have added onto Common App. You just upload once and then it just like sends it to all the schools that you've added. Um, but depending on which schools you're applying to, some schools have um, more than one or two supplements. Like um, I know for Stanford, there's so many supplements. There's a bunch of like short answers, short essays, like few word answers. So you have to do those along with the Common App essay. Also with the common app, there's um, a bunch of things that you had to fill in. So like basic info, like your name and all that stuff, Um, info about your parents, um, activities. So those are like the activities that the schools will see that you've participated in. And you just add that, click how many hours um, that you spend on it, um, and then you write a little bit about it so keep it short concise and like don't use super unnecessary words also for common app there's also a place for honors and awards where you can add awards and all that stuff you talk a little bit about the awards and stuff too so for a bunch of these you can do it before you start your common app essay because i feel like The essay is the one that needs the most time to think about, but for activities and honors and awards and all those basic information, you don't really have to think too much. So kind of just do that over the summer. I would recommend like to the juniors, um, do that over the summer and, you know, make sure you get ahead because like, it can be really stressful if you procrastinate, (laughs) um, Now let's talk about the UC application. I kind of want to talk about UCs because I feel like UCs are really, really good schools to go to, especially if you live in California because the costs um, between in-state and out-of-state is like, so like, there's a very, very big difference. And if you live in California, it's like so much cheaper for you to go to a UC. Um, the reason why I didn't choose to go to UC is because I just don't really like public schools that much, but UCs are a really, really good school, guys, so definitely apply to UCs if you live in California, and also out of state, too. Like, you know, California is a really, really good state to go to school in. <laughs> I love it here in California, but I'm still leaving the country for college. <laughs> Um, The UC application is very, very similar to Common App, but the thing is that they don't require letters of rec, so you don't need letters of rec for UC applications, and that's another thing that makes UCs, like, so much easier to apply to, because letters of rec are so stressful, especially if you need to ask, like, teachers, and, like, you have no teachers that you're, like, close with, and you're just, like... I don't know what to do, but UCs are super, super good for that. Um, you still need SAT scores for UCs and I'm pretty sure they require either SAT or ACT. So make sure you have that. I mean, unless like it's for this year because of COVID and stuff, of course that like, you can't really take the SAT and stuff, but I'm not sure like going on, like if they'll still require it. But for UCs, the difference is that you have like a bunch, you have eight topics, eight or seven, I don't really remember. But you have a bunch more topics and you have to choose four to write about, but they're a lot shorter. So for each one, basically, if you add up all the four, it's kind of like a one common essay, expe- except that like you don't have to write about the same thing for all of them, you write about different things. And then for those four, I would recommend you choose the ones that you can write like more about that can really show yourself to the admission officers. If you just choose like an easy one and then just kind of like do whatever on the essays, like I don't think that's a really good idea because you won't really be showing a lot of yourself. I think that if you choose something that's a little bit harder to write on and you have to give more thought into it, you'll write a so much better essay and they'll really see who you are from those words. Okay, so now that I'm done talking about the different application websites and such, I kind of want to talk about like safety schools and um, reach schools and match schools. So there's no real formula for that, because I was like, how many safety schools should I apply to? And I kind of asked my counselor that, and she told me that there's no set formula. But for me, I think that it's good to apply to two safeties, um, five matches, and then for reaches, I guess, like, three. Or you can, like, double it and stuff. So, like, four safeties, ten matches, like, eight, I mean, what was it, six reaches so kind of you want to apply to more match schools than you are safeties and reaches because for safeties you still have to pay like $80 for the application and you know it's just you're you know you're going to get in so just apply to like one or two just to be safe but then for matches apply to a lot more because those are the ones where it's like you either get in or you don't and then for reaches it's like There's a higher chance of you not getting in than you getting in. (laughs) That sounds so sad, but don't be pessimistic about it. If you want to, you can definitely apply to more reaches, like a lot more. Because I don't really know you. So maybe you have like a super stellar application and, you know, there's a really, really high chance for you to get into those reach schools. But know that if you don't get into any of your schools or if you get into a school but you don't really, really want to, I would kind of advise you not to accept the offer and just go to like your local community college because that will save you so much time. And a lot of people have a lot more fun in community college than they do at a college that they didn't really want to go to but they just you know, accepted the offer kind of thing. So definitely think about community college too. Um, I think it's a really, really good school too because like if you transfer to UCs after your two years of community college, I'm not sure what it's like to transfer to other schools, but I know for UCs, it's a lot easier to get in for transfer applicants than it is for freshman applicants. So talking about applications it was so expensive I did not expect it to be like $80 and even more for one application to like a school that I might not even get into so you know how like in college board you would write your email for colleges to send you stuff like on the SAT or AP or stuff like that and so I got a lot of emails from schools and if you check them like they know that you're a senior in high school and you're getting ready to apply, and they would send you a link for their free application. So, definitely take advantage of those. Those are really, really good for safety schools, especially because it's just a free app, and you know, just mark that as your safety school option. Um, also, for There's like a lot of colleges out there and since it's COVID and it might be kind of hard to visit schools and stuff, you have to do a lot of online research. And of course, when you're applying to schools, a lot of people apply to Ivy or like name brand schools, but there's also a lot of other schools that are have a much higher acceptance rate that are also as good as the Ivy's, but not a lot of people talk about. So definitely research those type of schools. Um, when picking which colleges to apply to, it was kind of hard for me because I just didn't really know what I want. So that's going to be something that you would have to think about throughout like your high school years. And if you have that one dream school, then go for it. But if you don't, kind of think of what you like. Is there um, a place that you really, really like, whether you like the city or the suburbs kind of thing? Um, what do you want to study? That's something that's very important because a lot of people just go to a school, but then that school isn't really that good for their major. It's, that's like a really bad situation to put yourself in. So definitely see what majors you want to do and then apply to schools that are well known for those classes and have like the better curriculum I wanna say for those studies. So because you can't really visit the schools, I also kind of recommend going on the website I feel like they should have a bunch of like virtual tours. I mean, I never really visited the school that I um, applied to and I decided to choose. So I like didn't really know much about it, but I did go on those like little virtual kind of, you know, those like 3D, is it 3D? No, it's like a 360 kind of view of the place. But of course they're going to put pictures and like, you know, stuff that... Is only like makes it look good so you don't know like the bad side of it but for that you can go on YouTube and watch like student day in the life of like you know whatever university they're in and then those are more like raw like real footage of what it's like to be there and also like kind of listen to a bunch of students like talk about the school because you know they'll tell you the good and the bad of it and it's not like if you talk to like an admission officer of course they're going to try and sell the school so you know you apply so you have to talk to the students that go there and I think it's very easy to reach out I'm pretty sure there's like some schools should have like kind of programs now where like you know you talk with one-on-one with a student or something i mean if they don't i think they should start that because i especially during covid right now and we can't really go and visit and see like student life it would be really nice to talk with a student that goes there but yeah you could search our youtube videos that's what i did i watched so many youtube videos And even though there were, like, some, you know, aspects of, like, the dorms that were bad or, like, the school, the campus and stuff, I still wanted to go. And, you know, if you keep on watching videos and researching the school and stuff, and even if you see the bad and, like, you're, like, the good outweighs the bad and you just fall more and more in love with the school, I think that's a school that's really worth applying to. I kind of think of the college application process kind of like finding, you know, your boyfriend or like your significant other and, you know, you just kind of slowly fall in love with the campus and stuff and then you just really, really want them to accept you. (laughs) It's kind of like, I don't know, that's kind of how I think of it, but yeah definitely go on their social media pages too and just kind of see what like events they offer and all that stuff just to kind of picture yourself when you actually do arrive on campus and join you know their school. Now okay I'm I feel like I'm going out of order for a lot of stuff. Okay I also want to talk about Early decision versus early action versus regular decision um, versus rolling decision. There's so many different ones that I was so confused on. I was like, what is this? I didn't know that you could do this stuff. So early decision is where you apply early. Same with early action. You submit your application earlier than everyone else who chooses regular decision and you also get to know um, your acceptance offer earlier as well so for my school I applied early decision and it was due in November I want to say November 1st or something like that it was super super early but I knew my decision in mid-December so that was also really really early and yeah you know it's a great like Stress reliever, but at the same time, okay, so you have to, you have a lot of stress because you know your deadline is so much more earlier than everyone else's, but you also know your decision earlier. So for the next semester, you're more like chill, and while everyone's freaking out about their regular decisions, you can just be like, okay, whatever, I can just, you know, focus on myself and like, you know, not think too much and not get carried away by everyone else's stress because it's okay. I already knew my decision. (laughs) That's kind of me because I, when everyone else is stressed around me, it makes me even more stressed. And I'm so glad that I didn't really apply regular decision. So I didn't have to feel that bundle of stress and like it intensifies when everyone else around me is stressed also. (laughs) So early decision is... A really really good idea um, if you really really want to go to a school. Um, I'm not really sure if there's like a higher acceptance rate for early decision. I feel like you are more likely to get in because the officers see that you do want to go to their school and they do want like more people to be accepted and accept their offer of admission. Um, so early action is basically the same as early decision, except that for early decision, you are binded. So if you get accepted, you have to go, unless if you have like a financial problem and you can't go because of financial reasons. But for early action, you aren't binded, but you do get to know your decision early as well. Not all schools. Um, offer early decision and early action. Some schools only offer early decision and not early action and some schools only offer like early action but some schools do offer both. So now with regular decision, regular decision is what most people um, do. So regular decisions are mostly, the applications are mostly due, um, I want to say like January 1st or like end of December or like Early February, somewhere there. And then you know your decision in March, April, March, maybe not May because May is like college signing day. I'm not really sure. I don't really have those experiences <laughs> because of COVID. So I don't really know those dates that well. But yeah, so for regular decisions, I would say apply to the schools that, you know, you do want to go to but then you know you want more time for your application kind of thing. Um and now for rolling decisions. So some schools offer rolling decisions which means once you apply like either within a month or two months they tell you if you got in or not. So that one's really really good too because then it takes off a lot of more stress to know that you know you got into a school and you don't have to wait months and months for your decision to come out now let's talk about like the finances or like the money part of college so you have to fill out the fafsa which is free it's um basically your parents have to um type in their tax reports and that type of stuff so do that with your parents and it opens I want to say every year on October 1st and I'm pretty sure how to do it every year even when you're in college but for you know your first year when you're a high school senior once that application opens up you want to finish it on the day that it opens up cuz you want to be the first like not the first one to turn it but you want to turn it in early because it's kind of like a first come first serve basis where they'll give you more money if you know you were the one who turned it in like earlier but of course with FAFSA they also look at your parents income and all that type of stuff so even if you do turn it in early you might not get that much money and for me that was the case as well so I got like very little money and loans that like it was just not worth taking out in loans so for me FAFSA is like you know your schools kind of need it just so they could renew your scholarship or something like that from the school but fafsa is just i don't know but just like do it on the day it is and turn it in early because um you can get a lot of money like some people do get a lot of money from the government for doing the fafsa earlier And another one that I did not know I needed but for my school I needed was a CSS profile and for that one it's through College Board and you had to pay for it. It's kind of similar in that you have to, um, I think you have to type in like stuff about your parents like tax reports and their income and all that sort of stuff. And mostly CSS is for private schools just so they can kind of see how much money they're going to give you like from the school. So those aren't like loans from the government or anything. It's from the school. Okay, so now I feel like I've covered a lot about the process. And so let's talk about after and (laughs) the waiting So after you've turned everything in, you're just going to wait, like literally just wait. And it's so hard because I'm so like impatient for stuff. And I just want to know because like on the day that the decisions came out, let me tell you guys a little story. The thing is, I wasn't sure if it was going to come out on that day, but like no one said anything but then like a bunch of the applicants were just talking especially on like college confidential which you should not go on to because it is so so stressful i swear don't go on there it's so stressful it like i i can't but basically that whole day where i was like speculating that it's going to come out on that day so I was just checking Reddit, college confidential, kept reloading that mission page. It was thinking that was so funny. Like I did that in every single, every single class. Cause I was so nervous and I couldn't even focus in class because I was like, like it might come out today. Like I was so scared that this was a decision that either like, you know, changed my life in a good way or a bad way so but that's not the case like no matter what your decision is it's okay like what's meant to be is meant to be so I kept telling myself that but I was still really nervous like part of me kind of felt like I was gonna get in but then the other part was like no you're not gonna get in just just stop and I was just nervous the whole day to the point where I basically like cried after I got my decisions because like It was just so overwhelming, like, waiting your entire day and then for that one decision. Like, honestly, that one thing should not change your life that much, okay? Just remember that, that, you know, whatever the outcome is, is what's meant to happen. And kind of, I know that it's hard to accept at first, like, of course, like, rejection is really, really hard. But... I know that like you'll get through it and everyone gets through it and you're gonna do so much better afterwards. You're just gonna be such a stronger person and just remember to be proud of yourself because you've worked so hard all these years to get into like a college. So be proud of yourself. You did it. So kind of just set your mind in a good place. And also manifest. That's my thing. Manifesting is that thing that I kept telling my friends. I was like, you have to manifest it. Like, just do it, okay? I mean, you know, it's just kind of tricking. It might be just tricking your brain to thinking that. But at the same time, I think that whatever you want to attract to yourself, you should manifest that. Because I think it works. I'm not really sure. But... I think like set your phone wallpaper to like at the school um, or just kind of, you know, follow them on Instagram or Twitter or that stuff just so you can see their posts every single day. That's kind of like manifesting it. So yeah, those are kind of little, you know, self-care tips kind of, not really maybe. But yeah, just don't stress yourself too much. I know that, like, sometimes it's really, really hard on us to feel like we aren't good enough, but you are good enough. It's just that they weren't looking for you, you know? Like, you are really, really... You are, like, a star, you know? You're so amazing, but the school might not see that, or they just might not, you know, that just doesn't fit into puzzle like even you know how like puzzles everything's like different and like different shapes and stuff like every puzzle piece is important but if you just like but if that puzzle piece doesn't fit into where you want it to go then it's you don't like need it so you'll give it to someone else kind of thing I don't know if that makes sense I feel like that doesn't make sense but yeah even if you don't get into a school you will get into another school You know? So don't stress yourself too much on that. Like, I just want to tell you that you're already amazing for going through this stressful process and coming out of it so much stronger and such a more knowledgeable and better person. Like, be proud of yourself, okay? Because I'm really, really proud of you. And don't let a decision from a school tell you otherwise because, you know sometimes it's just it's not that you're I, I don't even know what to say. I was gonna like talk about some scandals or stuff but I will shut my mouth on that and I hope you guys have a good day night or afternoon and I hope that this podcast helped you guys a little bit more on this application process because I feel like I really needed that when I was a senior last year so Maybe this will help, but maybe it didn't help. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast and see you next Monday.